This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Welcome to Babes Listen. You're joined by your hosts, Nat and Jess. Two fitness professionals from New Zealand authentically talking everything health and wellness. You're welcome. Hello and welcome back. Wow. What were you just doing? Sorry, me. I think. Yes. I think. No, Dale and I will. Well, Dale is on, but Dale and I just laughed Great at you because you did this thing where you fluttered your eyes <laughs> and then stretch. you did like a neck stretch. She just sits back, relaxed. Eh? I'm like, I'll sit up and I'll open. No, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Um, But welcome back to Babs Listen, and this is our last podcast of the year. Uh, yes, it is. Um, sorry, did you want me to answer the question about what was I doing? Yeah, what were you doing? Very boring story, but um, my ear is itchy, and I was kind of like, well, I don't want to pull off the headset to itch it. So I was like, if I just kind of like move my head, will it itch itself? Um, turns out, no, it won't. <laughs> um, should we introduce our guest? Yes. So we've got a very, very important guest on the, what, well, it is true, Dale? VIP. VIP. I feel like we've mentioned you a lot on our podcast before. Yeah. Would you say? Yep. You're welcome to talk. <laughs> no, but sometimes <laughs> this guests, is where you come in. Sometimes <laughs> guests are like, they'll, they'll sit there and be like, oh, I wonder whether like I can start now talking. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, um, but yeah, so you've been mentioned a lot because mm-hmm. not only have I trained you for a long time. How long mm-hmm. have I trained you for? Like. Years, yeah, maybe years. Maybe and year and you you're the strongest client I've ever had. Well, that we ever, have talked ever, about ever. on the podcast, yeah, definitely. And also, we go to your workplace pretty much. Well, we used to go daily, yeah, but we go very often, which is C one espresso. I've been known to go there a couple of times a day. A day? Yeah, 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 same. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is this a competition? Um, <laughs> it could be. I know. Day but sometimes you often come in with different people, so I'm like, should I? say welcome back because <laughs> yeah, then no. you have to be like to the next person you're with you'd be like I was here earlier yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah and sometimes I think I have said to you or Nick before Nick your husband I've been like I'm going to be back in like 20 minutes just just play a call like we haven't seen each other today yet or That's for an smart. interview if you're like <laughs> yes. it's not a date I have actually had an interview there I've had a couple okay yeah that's true well that's um <clears throat> the thing that I really like about C1 though and that's why I do go there a lot is I feel like you can go there for absolutely anything yeah and for us with working at the gym you can go along there in your gym gear and not feel judged yeah and you've got exactly that. You've got um, probably Tinder meetups. You've got yeah, it's um, so interesting. You know, you've got job interviews happening. You've got mums with their kids. Yeah. You know, um, random Les Mills stuff. Like it kind of, if it, it really does feel like it doesn't really matter who you are. Even like everyone's kind yeah. of welcome. And also, what th- one thing that I love is it's so big, so you always get a table. Yeah. Like true. there's no, you know what true. I mean? Like a lot of cafes in Christchurch. By the way, this is not like a, a pitch for C1 but this is how we feel it should be though it's yeah it should be yeah um it's like this all you always I've never not had a table and the staff are really friendly especially because you're there and also oh and everything's really fast like do mm. you find that you get mm. your coffee really fast or mm-hmm. your food really fast yeah like when I've when I've had 
um, people come with me to like brunch or whatever and there's a long line I'm like don't worry mm. like the line will go quick and because you've just have your processes well down so pat. this is what's so cool but is, let's introduce her first well, before we introduce because, <laughs> because we'll get to know you but also we'll get to know sort of a little bit of inside info because hospo is is tough so let, we'll get a little bit of inside info if you don't mind on how you actually kind of like successfully yeah. you know or run. maybe it's IP that they don't want to give away but anyway, let's let her talk. <laughs> so, Dale, welcome Who are along. you? Thank you. My name is Dale. <laughs> yes. As you mentioned. Um, but maybe tell us, tell the listeners, because we know a lot more about you than they do, obviously, but tell the listeners, um, I guess maybe just like a very quick overview of who you are. Uh you know, like in terms of, like, you're in a networking event right now. <laughs> well, no, you said you're from Ashburton originally. Yes, yeah, so I grew to up you, in Ashburton. No. Yeah. I went to boarding school in Timaru. Mm. That's right. And then I did, which is where I met my husband. I think that's my um, stomach, I'm sorry. <laughs> then I did my first year of university in Dunedin. What did you study? Uh, science. Yep. So I ended up doing a double degree in biochemistry. Did you? I forgot about that. Okay, cool. So after my first year in Dunedin, I transferred to Canterbury um, and just found it was a better fit for me being close to my family. Most of my friends were here. um, And I started working part-time at C1. Wow, that's how it started. 2012. Holy Um, shoot. So, yeah, I've been here a long time. Tell me... So the double degree was biochemistry and chemistry, chemistry and biochemistry. Yes. Yeah, so I had these ideas when I was cool, at school. Yeah. I was obsessed with like CSI <clears throat> and SVU. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm going to be like a crime scene technician. Oh, some, I thought about. I thought about that. Yeah. I think I'd have fun doing that. Um, quite gruesome. A <laughs> little yeah. bit. Okay. And then, so my mum runs the lab in the hospital in Ashburton. Okay. And so oh, wow. I would ring her up being like, okay, today I'm learning to make nylon, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, that is a cool, boring story you've just told me. <laughs> um, I have a machine that would do what you've done in five seconds, in six hours. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. And it would do it in like 30 minutes. <laughs> so I was like, are you telling me I'm not going to be a crime scene tech? <laughs> And she was like, well, yeah, kind of. <laughs> oh. So she said a, a basic science degree is, um, I mean, it shows your potential employers that you have stickability, but in terms of your skill, yeah. it's like really basic for when you're going for a graduate position. Mm, right. Know? So I was like. So you learn on the job. Yeah. And I think that's part of just being like an 18-year-old moron. Mm. I was like. Oh, who cares about having a big student loan? Like my first oh, job, I learn a hundred grand probably. <laughs> I was like, I'll just save half yeah, of my course, paycheck I'll and I'll pay it off in two years. <laughs> and then I was like, uh, actually, my part time job paid me maybe sixteen dollars an hour at the time, and I was creaming it compared Jeez, to my good. friends. Yeah, that's, that's really way good. above the minimum wage back in two thousand and yeah, twelve. Mm. Yeah, because I well, would have even been. As I had been there a little bit longer, I was earning more working on the counter right, than okay. I could if I got so a graduate up. position in a lab. Oh my! And then, which was great, having mm. a mum with the insight. She yeah, was like, yeah. "If you work, 
yeah, public sector like this, you will get, you know, a number of performance reviews, but the maximum pay increase you'll get is a dollar a year. <laughs> so I was like, but well, that's I'll the have reality, to work. Though. That's it. That's the thing. I'll have to wow. work for two years yeah. in a graduate role yeah. to earn the same as I do working on the counter. Yeah, yeah, I see you. And so at maths. the time I was like, uh, I value things that need money. So like travelling, mm, yeah. potentially buying a house in the future, mm. maybe more, I would I would maybe get more fulfilment from doing a job that I'm like really passionate about, mm-hmm. but it won't serve yeah. me in the short term for mm. the goals that I have. Mm. Yeah. So that's how I ended up there full time. So then, so you stopped studying, stayed, is that right? Or did you finish oh, your degree? Didn't, yeah, didn't, yeah. didn't use you it. You stopped? Oh, didn't use it. Okay, yeah. but you finished it? Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. And then stayed at C1? Ever since. Um, ever since, yeah, I know, I know. Wow. And then should we go through, like, because you then became a manager? Yeah. So And then, well, I did take a short leave, maybe for like a year, we moved to the Middle East. That's right. Oh, Cool. Um, yeah. So Nick had a rugby contract in Bahrain. So this is your partner, Nick. Yeah, yep. husband. Yeah, yep. a husband yep. now. Yeah, yep. partner at the time. Partner yep. at the yep. time. Yep. Yeah, because you got. Did you get engaged there? No, when we came back. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. But I think we were kind of at a point where maybe all of our friends had moved. Basically, it felt like everyone went to London. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I don't really want to go there, but mm. maybe we try and go somewhere else. So. Nick's rugby agent was like, put together a CV and we'll just see what's out there. Yeah, cool. Cool. So then you came back. So you just took one one year leave, Mm -hmm. but then came back and then went back to your management position. Yeah. And so how long were you a manager for at C1? Maybe like two years before we went overseas and then 18 months when we came back before taking over. Yeah, and for those of you that don't know, Dale owns C1 now, so that's that's a huge reason why, not only because you're a very interesting person, but also because I think that's so um, that's such a interesting transition to talk mm-hmm. about. You know, yeah. like um, what I've what I wanted to ask you is what was the transition like in terms of your responsibilities as a manager to all of a sudden having all of the responsibilities. Mm. I know you did a lot as a manager in terms of like timesheeting and stuff. You did a, did you do or yeah. payroll? Probably the biggest transition for me actually was yeah. from being just a normal employee to a manager because ah. it's with the same people within your team, but all of a sudden you're like out of the loop. So yeah. if you were talking about what are you doing on yeah. Saturday night? Yeah, we've talked about this. Yeah, it's a weird it, transition. It just, yeah, that mm. was probably a weirder <clears throat> one for me. So out of like, the loop in terms of like pe- just employees chatting, like gossip and yeah. because yeah. then they don't want to put me and vice versa. I don't want to be in a position where I have to use their social currency against them. Mm. Yeah. So, like, yeah. if they called in sick on a Sunday and I know that they were at a gig, you know, all Saturday, night, yeah. I would feel like I would be obliged to my employer to be like, well, they might be hungover versus, like, yeah. genuinely ill. Mm. Yeah. And it, you know, like mm. it's self-inflicted probably. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was a bigger transition than going from manager to owner. I think so, because wow. as a manager, that's really interesting. I feel like I was given the tools at a pace that suited me to learn more about yeah. cash ups and 
payroll and all of the things I had and I had support to do it. Yeah. Mm. But as you move from being a peer to kind of mm. their boss, mm. yeah, that's you a, just that's have to figure transition. it out interpersonally. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's tough, I think, because also the first time that you uh, move into management it's the first time that you your responsibility is not just your own performance. Yeah. And that's a lot. Yeah. All of a sudden, the kind of how your team performs, and if it's quite a big team, that can be a lot, is on you. And that's a really kind of, that's quite a tough transition. And it's things that you probably don't care about as a peer. So yeah. for me, yeah. I would be yeah. like, as a manager, yeah. if you have your hair out, mm. I should notice and tell you to tie it up. Yeah, because yeah. hygiene. Yeah. 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 As you're if you're just walking in, I'd be like, not yeah. my job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. not my yeah. problem. Okay. <laughs> That's not gonna affect <laughs> yeah. me personally. That's I so hope. true. Yeah. yeah. Did you find that as well? Yeah. And when you went into group fitness management? Yeah, the the car park kind of comes to mind because oh, yeah? we, we had um with Les Mills, you know, car parking is really challenging. Mm-hmm. So they had made a rule that no one who works at Les Mills yeah. gets to park in the car park. You know, as someone who's just a group fitness instructor on the team, I see someone parking in the car park like, oh, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. But yeah. you move into management and then all of a sudden your club manager is saying you need to actually speak to that person <laughs> about no longer parking the car. And you're like, oh, gosh, here we go. Like, okay. So she went there with your you're mate. Like, yeah. 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 She hasn't I'm had I'm pretending to yeah. tell you off. Yeah, yeah. I actually, I did, I do remember thinking I'm going to have to be a better person now that Jess is, is <laughs> She's a, a good friend, so she didn't want to put me in that awkward well, yeah. position. And also, like, I wouldn't want anything to come between us where, mm. like, you're getting mm. in, in your ear, in one ear, like, you need to tell that. <laughs> I even told, I remember telling Essie, like, look. Jess is manager now. You need to, we need to clean up our acts because just because she's our friend, you know, like doesn't mean that we can just. Here I, I was bad. Just thinking she was the perfect contractor. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, she's just not wanting to lose a friend. No, anyone that if between Essie and I, he's rogue. I just you know I asked him you know because I don't want you to have to feel like you you to put you in awkward position mm. yeah anyway <laughs> this is not about us at all but that's so interesting because obviously going from manager to owner there's all of a sudden a lot of responsibility um like financial mm. you yeah. know like mm. all of a sudden you would have seen things that maybe when you were manager you didn't see in terms of like the the finance mm. side of things like how much like I remember because I trained Dale throughout this transition mm. so throughout you know going from manager to owner and I just remember you saying like God who knew this was so expensive like I just got this bill and you know like remember like yeah. you mean, would just come kind of like these desensitizes you to way bigger amounts of money yeah yeah than you used to okay. So, for example, our cafe bill for power yeah. in the oh. thousands. Wow. Every month. A month. Wow. And so, you know, my sister who's in a flat would be like, we had a $300 power bill. I'm like, don't start. <laughs> oh. But that's what I mean. Like, when you see that, when you, the first time you got that bill, did you think, oh, my God, how are we going to pay this? In fairness, I was like, well, everything is running. Like, so we have all lights on, like yeah. heating kitchen, or air conditioning. Yeah, yeah, like the kitchen is going from 5.30 a.m. is when our first chefs arrive yeah. to make muffins and stuff for the day. All the muffins are good too. And they it's leave so good. Yeah. at 9.30 Large. at night. Yeah. 
Oh, um, yes. And actually, that's a good point is you are open quite long hours That's for another really good thing yeah. is I always know you're, yeah. you're open. Yeah. That's another perk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so, yeah. But so were you like, oh, my goodness, like, how am I going to pay for this? Well, when or, we first took over... Uh, I was like, Nick, your contribution to it, because he yeah, still so had Nick, his normal day job Yes, he did, and he and hadn't sales. worked at C1 before, right? No, and so he's no kind of going into this. Experience. Oh, true, yeah. I was like, you need to <laughs> do guy. the financials, yeah. Okay, and I'll do everything else. Okay. Wow. Um, Which was fine. I was like, I'll manage, you know, like the onboarding of the staff, the hiring, the rosters, mm. yep. the day-to-day stuff, yep. but I cannot add all this financial busyness. Mm, to my schedule. Yeah, straight off the bat. Yeah. Because um, it was a really short turnaround from me going to a manager to an owner. Yeah. Yeah, so how did that How did that kind of come about? But also, how did you have this conversation with Nick of this is kind of what I'm thinking of doing. I really appreciate you getting on board with it. How do you feel about that? <laughs> you know? Uh, <laughs> It wasn't, we didn't really have the luxury of time on our yeah, side. Yeah. So my previous owners of C1, Sam and Fleur, uh, Sam got quite a bit of negative media attention and for want of a better word, got cancelled. Yeah, he did. Um, Sadly, he did. And for him, he was like, feels like everyone hates me. I just need to leave. Mm. Take it off my hands. Yeah. Um, so by the time we took over, there was like a boycott C1 page that had maybe tens of thousands of yeah. people yeah. in the group. Wow, that's an it interesting um, place to take the business over, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it was like... It <laughs> oh, was do you mean an th- interesting time? Yeah, interesting oh, time, yeah, you know, when there's, when there's actually a Facebook page with yeah. uh, boycotting <laughs> your business, you're like, yeah, I'll take that over. <laughs> well, yeah, like, and it wasn't personal, just to Sam either, mm. like by default it kind of trickled down to people who were managers, people who had worked there, um, which I think they knew me and they knew Sam and so all of well, that yeah, is warranted. But for me personally it feels like a lot of the noise came from people that have never known me, yeah. met me yeah. or whatever. Mm. They're just like, um, oh. I'll jump on this bandwagon. I'll be. I'll get my keyboard out and start typing. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and I think for anyone, you could be accepting that not everyone does a great job in their job. Yeah, a hundred percent of the time. Mm. Yeah. So I know absolutely people have had negative interactions with me in the cafe. Mm. It could have been my doing. It could have been their mm. doing, or a combination of. Mm. Um. But it's pretty hectic to have people, yeah, being like, I hate you. <sighs> oh, it was you know, like awful time. If you've met me and don't like me, fine. Yeah, but not someone that's never met you. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't even know you. You know, I remember when the media was really not good with the All Blacks and I went into C1 um, and I remember you saying to me, how are you doing? You know, in a way that only someone who has been through something similar would understand. And I remember feeling not alone in that moment and just like, 
you know, someone gets it really. I don't know why like, I'm getting teary. So yeah. Oh yeah, okay, I'm not alone. Yeah, yeah. It was just you know, like it was such a it was such an isolating time for me. Yeah. And I had really good people around me, like yourself and Holly, and one of my best friends as well. You know, um, her family's in harness racing, and she'd mm. been through something similar. Mm-hmm. But I remember, you know, you coming to me, and it was just such a such a moment of um, feeling cared for, you know, like so on, on such a deep level. And I think the level of understanding that you had for what I had been, what I was going through, you know, um, was really special. And that's why I keep coming back for coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's uh, um, like being so close to the eye of the storm is a horrible experience like yeah. you wouldn't wish it on anyone no and even you would have felt it I imagine as a PT like often you were posting stories before mm-hmm. it all happened people knew you were a regular at C1 mm. yeah so when it happens I imagine you had people going to you being like stop supporting their I remember business. telling you this because I still posted so I didn't change anything about like I still went every day and I still yeah. mm. often posted about, you know, my meal or whatever because that's what I did. Mm. Um, and I would get responses of like, I can't believe you still go there. And I'd be like, you actually don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, I'm really good friends and, I you know, like mm. I don't even think I gave them that much detail. It was like you actually just for a second just think about the fact that you don't know mm. what's going yeah. on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think not to discount anyone's experiences with me or anyone else that was in management, but there are two sides to every interaction. Yeah. So yes, if you your girlfriend or flatmate was feeling distressed working there, mm. totally understand that you want to support them as best as you can. Yeah. But you don't have the full story to then go and be like, you're cancelled <laughs> and um Yeah. Like three years later it is still all over TikTok. People are like, Don't even go there. Really? Yeah. Well, that's what my hairdresser told me yesterday. Oh, wow. <laughs> hairdressers are great for that. Eh? I feel like they're in the know for everything. Yeah, like gossip um, queens. Yeah, yeah, gossip queens, yeah. Um, that's so, I can't believe that's still going on, first of all. But I do remember when, like, I do remember us having conversations because we would chat about it and even because I wanted the gym to be, like, a safe place for you, you know, because yeah. we had a lot of people that – that went and I would like honestly just tackle anyone that <laughs> I was ready to tackle anyone that would try and like even say something rude, but it never happened, I don't no. think, in the gym. Eh? No. Um but where was I going with this? <laughs> uh oh, what I was saying, yeah, is like like you say, sure people have had bad experiences, I get it. That's an hour in between about this with you. But there are ways to go about it and to threaten people into like create a Facebook page boycotting and to threaten like I remember you were getting like some pretty like scary threats you know directed to the cafe like that's not the way to go about it mm. you yeah. know um like for a bit of perspective Sam and Fleur had two young boys um and they had to pull them out of school for bullying yeah yeah awful and they were like you know primary school maybe five and seven so that information isn't coming to them yeah. on the playground. It's like the parents exactly. or people that yeah. are telling them, oh, his dad is... The owner. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's make sure that 
his kid feels it. Like, what is wrong with you? Do you look back now, having gone through that, and sort of go, wow, I, I learned a lot, or that really encouraged my resilience, or do you sort of feel like, you know what, thank God I'm such a resilient person, Because that's the only way I would have survived it. Probably a combination of. And also it was super crazy. Like it was Mm. 2020 when we took over in terms of like the world. That's right. (laughs) That's right. What a way to get into business. shut down and like worst time for hospo. Come on. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, so it gave us time to just kind of muddle our way through being like, the floors look like shit. Um, <laughs> True, yeah, you redid the floors. Yeah, and I was like, we don't know what we're doing, but we know we're going to be closed for at least two more weeks. Yeah, yeah. What's the worst we can do? Yeah, wow. yeah. Oh, honestly, um, like, so, so resilient. <laughs> yeah. So a combination of both. So um, so the, the fact that you didn't kind of, like, run away from this it, it shows, reflects resilience oh, yeah. because, you know, kind of the, the stickability of that with all of that and with COVID as well. The the kind of the, the lessons, I guess, because we talked about a few podcasts ago when I was saying a really challenging time for me was when the All Blacks were losing mm-hmm. and it was that feedback that was, you know, and people feeling like they could just say stuff like that Cause to you're, your face. Cause you're, yeah, because you're public facing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but looking back, I guess one of the lessons that I had was sort of I had been a real people pleaser and, and really open and, you know, kind of what I learned then was that uh, it's okay for me to have boundaries where I don't owe people any information about me mm-hmm. and that's up to me to decide not that they get to decide what they're going to take. Yeah. Um, what, what in looking back do you feel like maybe some of those lessons were for you around going through such a challenging experience? Uh, I think it was mostly around our support network. We wouldn't have done it if we didn't have friends and family that kind of could rally around. Um, So like even going to the gym, I was like, I know uh, Nat's got my back there. Um, Sorry, I feel that too. I feel that too. This was not to make you cry, I promise. (laughs) But this is, um, you know, this is so amazing to talk about this because I feel similar about – um, Nat and I feel similar about being able to go to C1 and have your support during that time is that when you do feel like there are so many kind of challenges happening and you feel so isolated, it becomes very, very clear who can who you can rely on. Yeah, and we were lucky, like, we were, you know, reasonably young. Like, we've got lots of friends who have decided to set up in Christchurch that are lawyers, that are painters, that are plumbers. Um, And I suppose personally, like, when we took over, mum was like, I've always hated the bathrooms here. (laughs) Please (laughs) let me, like, deep clean them, paint them. Because now it will reflect on you personally. Yeah. Um, I would like that to be better than it was. Yeah. Um, And so, you know, like, people come in to do gardening or, like, friends who were designers that were, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, like you've got no idea how yeah. many times we've cried on this podcast, and we know how you feel. Yeah, <laughs> like, definitely. 
And I don't have to post your face like this if you don't yeah, want me to. Don't. <laughs> I won't. I won't. You're actually quite pretty when you cry, though. Yeah, you're, pr- you're pretty. <laughs> yeah, you can get tissues out. If you want a break, we can have a break, too. If you no, that's fine. Okay. There are tissues um, in the corner, What I was going to say is well, Yeah. <laughs> hey. I'm a child. You've got a snotty too. nose. <laughs> I have. I She's have not. cried. Yes. Um, what I also want to say, and this is not to make us cry any further, but it is something that I do want to say is, you know, how you said when you were going through the All Blacks media stuff and you felt like Dale was like someone that really got it. I remember when the stalker thing was happening and you texted me pretty much straight away as soon as you heard of it and you were like, "Um, uh, if you send me his photo, I'm happy to pass it on to the staff and then if we ever see him, that way you still have a safe place to go to because I was really, I really isolated myself during that time. Mm. So, um, and I remember being like, this is like, just the fact that you were so willing to have, like, the staff to be, like, ready to, to kick him out if he was to mm. come in and I could have a safe place just meant the world. <laughs> yeah. yeah, or that I was like, you've got free reign. If you see him, That's right, you did say go that. to the kitchen, yeah. go whatever. Like, like the you staff. go to the back. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that that in itself means the world. Like, I feel like I've got a I've got an exit strategy and I've got a safe place. So mm. I didn't go anywhere else. I do think that's kind of... Um, more broadly, that's that's the vibe of the place. It though. is. It's yeah. very non-judgmental. Like I said, I honestly, you could you could go in there wearing gumboots and not be judged. <laughs> you, I don't know. You could What's go in there. Gumboots, huh? You could go in there dressed as a fairy and not be like <laughs> no one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that's my point. Is that um, really like it? It kind of it's such a um, it's such a, a sort of accepting kind of vibe as well and. Um, I yeah. wonder if that kind of what we've experienced from you, which is sort of this, this um, uh, I guess, desire on your part to make people feel safe, yeah. that that might be the vibe also of kind of the cafe is like this is a safe place. Yeah, like I think certainly for me, I couldn't care what you were dressed up as <laughs> when you come in. But the way for me to give customers the best experience and vice versa is like just to be really clear and be kind if you don't yeah. know what you want just say it mm, mm. <laughs> yes yes I've actually said um, to doubt because we remember we've talked about this because in the gym you hear a lot of interesting stuff but in hospo you hear a lot of interesting stuff too and I was like you, and you've started writing stuff down haven't you like just experiences oh I did like <laughs> Some really crazy things happened. Can you um, share anything? Like, pe- like, like people like insights. You know, like at the gym, how there's always very like interesting stuff happens. Yeah, you wouldn't hear anywhere else. This is a great place to work. Yeah, but C1 yeah. is like that. Okay. Or like just, I think, hospital is like that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Or like, for example, yesterday, I haven't written this in my book. I, Do, the purpose please. of my book was that when I was like an old, crabby lady, <laughs> and people were like, What's your problem? Mm. I would be like, look at this huge chapter book yeah. of all the shit that I've had to deal with. <laughs> That's yeah. brilliant. That's so would good. you like to know why I'm so grumpy? Read there the book. You go. Yeah. And then <laughs> one day I'll get it turned into a coffee table book. Perfect. I like it. I love it. Um, Please do. It it wasn't even to me, but I was just there while it happened. So one of our managers, Manaya, was on the counter, and this man said, I would like this chicken pie from the cabinet. And I'd like a side salad. She said, I'm so sorry, we don't do side salads. And he said, then I don't want that. <laughs> and she was like, okay, sorry, can I help you select something else? And he said, 
well, can you? <laughs> I want a salad. Oh, wow. And she said, oh. okay, on the menu we have a Buddha bowl, which yeah, is basically like a salad. salad. Yeah. Yeah. We can add some chicken to it. How do you feel about Great that? Great solution. Mm. Mm. He said, what's in the Buddha bowl? She pulls the menu out <laughs> as she's starting to say edamame beans, <laughs> carrots. And yeah. he said, I don't want to look at the menu. I want you to tell me what to order. Okay. And then levels up and he's like, I own restaurants. You should be telling the customer what's best for them. What? And she was like, just silent, like honestly looking around like this. Somebody help me. And she said, so do you want the Buddha bowl? (laughs) Yes, Manaya. Is it Manaya? Yeah. And then he was like, yes, went and sat down. Oh, so he ordered it in the yeah. end? Oh, wow. Because oh, don't you secretly wish at that point, you know, just that leaves. kind of like, so oh, no, there's nothing here for me. And you're like, I'm really yeah. sorry. Well, he paid. He then went and got a glass of water, which is a couple of metres away from the counter. Mm. And I said to Manaya, what happened there? <laughs> and she was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and then he turned around. And said, if you want to speak about customers, wait until they've gone away. <laughs> oh. I was like, oh, no. Like, That's one of those. You know, it could have been way worse. Yeah. Um, but our own restaurants. Like, so. yeah. <laughs> it's so, like, but working in hospital, working in the service industry is tough. Like, yeah. if fitness is service industry, right? Looking yeah, like after people. Customer, yeah. yeah, looking after people is so underrated. Really, it's such a challenging thing to do because people are so interesting and yeah. you get to see sides of people that you don't necessarily want to, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And like you say, like at that point you probably wish these like, oh, there's nothing here for me. It's like, okay, good. I don't mm. need you to buy this thing you don't even want, you mm. know, like at this point just go. Um, but, yeah, no, this book, I want you to please publish it. Yeah, like someone once asked me if I had nice handwriting because I had dropped out of school and been practising since. What? So I was on the counter and he says, you've got lovely handwriting. Did you drop out of school and have you been working here to practise your handwriting? Excuse me? Well, Is that- and so I said, pardon? <laughs> And he repeated it. I was like, I heard you the first time. <laughs> and I said, Read the room. get out. I'm not really? Oh, I was an employee work. at this point. Okay. You, you weren't or you were I was an employee. Yeah. <laughs> but fortunately, then, my boss at the time was like, this is really disappointing that you've yeah. spoken to one of my staff yeah. like that. Oh, and God. he was like, it was meant to be a joke. I was like, I asked you to repeat it just to be clear. Yeah. That, that yeah. you You'd have you could backtrack and to check yourself. <laughs> check yourself. Pardon? Yeah. <laughs> um, so then he left? Yep. Wow. I mean, great boss. Yeah. You know, to, to back you up and yeah. to be like, um, don't speak to my staff like this. Is that, that's really important to you is to always. Um, the customer back. is not always right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah to, to back your staff. Yeah. Yeah. So in a small way, I want them to feel empowered and happy when they're at work. Yeah. yeah. So it might be that they've had a negative experience, um, like it might be an ex-partner or someone that bullied them at school or anything like that. Mm. If I say, can you run this coffee over there? And they say, 
I don't want to mm. because, because of this. Like yeah. I'd be like, of course, you just go and do something else. Oh, yeah. that's so nice. You know, yeah. like I want them to be comfortable because yeah. it's their house 40 hours oh. a week. Yeah. And I yeah. want I want them to have the buy-in that yeah. they yeah. are safe and that everything will be all good See, there as much as it's within my control yeah, to do. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's who you are, though. Yeah. And I think that's the vibe you've created. That's the vibe for sure. The fact that you yeah. look after your staff, you look after your um, what are we called? What customers. Are, but no, like customers, they come in all the time. What are VIP. Those? Regulars. <laughs> I don't think VIP, but regulars, yes. Okay. But sure, we're VIP. <laughs> sure. Uh, but you look after your regulars, you look after like people that are kind, but like it, it gives that vibe. And I yeah, think it's that's just community kind of you vibe, are. I yeah. think. Yeah. 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 But I think, especially being in customer service, even if I paid my staff, a hundred grand or however much a year, yeah. mm. it is not enough to be spoken to like no, you're yeah. a moron or yeah. that you're just... I appreciate that. You know, yeah. like if someone is upset and taking it out on you in the interaction, mm. I'd be like, well, this is clearly not about me. I'm just mm. unfortunately yeah. the one to wear it. Mm. Yeah. Um, and Christmas is a terrible time. Because people are stressful? particularly stressed? Yeah. Okay. <gasps> really? So it ramps up? Like yeah. the rudeness? Yeah, like every day we get closer to Christmas, yeah. worse behaved people. Oh. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's that's so cool. interesting. Yeah, that's not cool. That's so interesting. And I think also this is the time where things, um, they ramp up at, at people's jobs as well. Like yeah. I'm feeling it, it as doesn't well. doesn't help. Like yeah. if the weather's really hot, you're like, I'm hot and bothered. And yeah. yeah I'm annoyed that mm. whatever present I wanted to buy someone isn't in stock. So oh now I'm is... gonna do now I'm gonna go to a cafe and there's a really long queue. Mm, Don't yeah. they know I've got a twenty minute lunch break <laughs> and it's already been fifteen minutes? Well whatever. Yeah, like yeah. I got a parking ticket, yeah. all these little things yeah. that But um, also like be an adult, you know, and you know like Imagine saying that <laughs> Be better. Just be an adult. Be a better human. Grow up. <laughs> do you do you feel like People who work in hospitality sometimes are on the receiving end of that kind of lack of respect too yeah. because it's service. Yeah, for sure. You know, like that sort of like they wouldn't speak to people in other professions like that, but because they've come to your cafe and there's kind of this, yeah. I'm, pay, I'm paying for, you know, this particular service, I can treat you however I want. Yeah, and I think the reality is, is I would be like, you know, New Zealand has a really strong coffee culture. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, and even, like, for brunch, it's impossible to reinvent the wheel. Mm. Like, so yeah. in terms of every cafe having an Eggs Benedict, mm. they do it because there's a market for it. Like, yeah. people don't make that at home very often. Yeah. So you want to go out mm. and get yeah. something that, I mean, some people are happy with eggs on toast or whatever. Um, Same. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Just put my hand up. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But they come in, they get the same thing in my cafe as they do down the road. Mm. Yeah. Um, I've just forgotten where I'm going with this. I don't know, but I just got hungry. <laughs> I had the nicest scrambled eggs this morning, and that's all I could think of. Yeah, they were all one? good. No, 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 just at, just at home, oh. just at home. But, uh, yes, um, I believe the hollandaise is what puts people off making Eggs Benedict at home. Uh, have Why, you tried to make it? it? I've that never tried. time intensive. Well, no, I have not because There's I think any time you're separating an egg yolk from a white, 
There's too much work. It's next week. <laughs> and it's um, beyond my scope of practice. And uh, I'll just... Stay in your lane. Go yeah, to the yeah, 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 yeah. Stay yeah. in your lane. Don't people put people out of jobs. <laughs> um, what I do want to talk about as well is the fact that I never realised how much C1 as a cafe does until you, because I know you, until you took over. Um, like I... I was talking to my manager about this the other day. I was like, do you know that they make juice here? Ah, yes, yes. You know, like that you bottle juice and yeah. you make coffee and you make tea. And can you talk a bit about that, please? Yeah. <laughs> um, I just find it fascinating. So we both freshly squeeze juice in the cafe as well as have a bottling company that does nectars. Yeah. And so they were what we did for Babes, Babes, Liz- uh, Babes, Babes Move. Babes Move. Yep. I know the name yep. of my event. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So we have those two things. We have like our coffee roastery, which is inside the calf yeah. that we took over. Um, we retail beans all over New Zealand. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know with that. Those. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. And the and the but so um, it's the same staff that work on the floor that look after all of that. So yeah, uh, so it's actually quite massive. Just a bit yeah. of a juggling act in terms yeah. of being like the roastery for summer, especially like now. Town yeah. seems really busy. Mm. I'll be like, we need two days in there a week. Yeah. Whereas maybe during the winter or when it's just a little bit slower, I'll be like, we might need just one day or yeah. three days a fortnight or something. Yeah. So. The nectar that you that you bottle up, it, do you, I remember asking you this, but do you sell it anywhere else other than C1? Yeah. So a couple of calves, we're looking to stock it overseas, but that's mostly from like expats living in the Middle East yeah. who are like, I've tried it before. Mm. Loved it. And you send it yeah. our way. Mm. Yeah. I think that's so cool. That's the very container. cool. Like, it, it's, it's. I think, so much bigger than people realise. Like, it's even bigger than it's, like, just, mm. like the location. You mm. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And then the teas as well. All of the teas that we see on the wall. Yeah. I yeah. didn't know so that because there are a lot. loads of teas. Yeah, there's 40. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's a juggling act as well, like, knowing what to make when and, you yeah. know. so... Pre-COVID, a lot of those tea ingredients were being grown in Samoa, mm-hmm. um, which was awesome for me being half Samoan that mm-hmm. I had a relationship with going back like maybe every quarter oh, at one point. Cool. So it was quite a lot. My dad would come back with me and just oh, cool. go and hang out in the village while mm-hmm. I, to be fair, it wasn't really working because <laughs> um, they're just on island time. Yeah, really relationship. Yeah. though, you know, yeah. like that's, yeah. that's important for business. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was awesome to have, the goal was to grow coffee there. Mm. Yeah. But it takes maybe five years from the time you plant it to get a viable crop. Yeah. Um, and in that five years, we wanted these families to have some source of income from us. Um, and a lot of the things that are in the teas just grow like weeds there. Okay. So there's like pepper, cinnamon, ginger, mm. yeah. mango, yeah, all kinds of things. Um, basically the only things that don't grow there are like berries. Yeah. Mm. But you can, yeah, lemongrass, mint. This is a massive operation. I yeah. didn't, yeah, I didn't realise that at yeah. all. Yeah. So there was a lot in the mix. We haven't been back post-COVID. Okay. So, um, we're still getting air freighted mm. dried fruit and bits and pieces. Like how so. awesome that it's coming all the way from Samoa mm. to New Zealand, mm. you know? Yeah. And you're supporting um do, are they family? 
or yeah. is it is it your family? Oh, not my, not but my. The A family, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're supporting this family's business, mm. and like I just think like yeah, it's an operation cool. that people don't realize it's actually like there's a lot of moving parts, mm. you yeah. know, like so much. And when you took it on, I remember being like. Oh my god, what? That's another part of the business mm-hmm. that you're taking on and this other part? Like it's not just staff and and like a kitchen. Yeah. And a coffee machine. Yeah. Is, there's a lot more. And you are also a mum. Yeah. You know? you've, True that. you've got you've got a little boy as well. So so tell us about kind of the the juggle struggle or, you know, that sort of um balancing out being being a mum, being a business owner. Um, your husband's um, a business owner as well. Like, you know, um, do you talk about work at home? What You know, do you have kind of like rules around that as well? No, not really. Okay. Um, but honestly, owning a business is a cakewalk compared to having a child, Ooh, in my opinion. Oh, you heard it here. Not first, but you <laughs> really? did hear it here. Well, yep. like with the CAF, if I was like, uh, I don't like that payroll system. Yeah. I want another one or yeah. what does everyone use for invoicing? Mm. Yeah. I could ask someone else who's a business owner, which might be one of our friends who's a plumber, and he would say, we use this because of X, Y, Z. Yeah. Um, our accountants Solved. might be like, this is what we actually need more of from you. Yeah. Why don't you use this program? Mm. So for us, it was straightforward. Mm. But when you're like, my baby's not really gaining weight. People are like, um, have you tried feeding in this position? Have you tried feeding in this position? Have you tried burping in the middle? Have you tried this? And it, you know, it just, none of it works. Yeah. Not because they're not trying to be helpful, but because you're just getting to know this tiny person. who. And isn't it so scary how everyone kind of looks to you? Like, surely yeah. as the mum, you would have the answer. You're like, I don't know what to do with this. No. I'm new to this. Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. I, I must have missed the training. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think, think I was sick that day. <laughs> if I was having an issue with anything at work, whether it be a staff member or a supplier or whatever, I could engage with them and work towards a solution. Yeah. I think yeah. So yeah. if I was like, them. you're always late, <laughs> yeah. can you set every clock in your house five minutes earlier in hopes and you that help you get here earlier? Yeah. 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 But you then know, you can't talk to your baby like that, no, can you? I was like, mate, why are you still awake? <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. Can you just go back to sleep? Let's just go through a plan together to get you to go back to sleep. And when yeah. they're very little, because do you mind... I'm sharing how old he is now. He's 16 months now. So oh, one yeah, that's and a bit tough. For people that's that. tough. That's <laughs> tough. You um, know what? Because they can move, but you can't bribe them yet. Yet. No, but not yet. later on. And his yep. communication doesn't really make sense. So he's got like <laughs> maybe 10 words. Yeah. But the, Does he have 10 words? That's quite a lot. Is it not? I think it's, it's fine. <laughs> Don't like me. Better could be worse. Yeah. So he'll be sitting in the back of the car going, book, book, book. I'm like, I can't You're, read to you now. So yeah. I it's I a safety driving. issue. I can't actually yeah. can't actually fulfill that need for you right now. And it's so exciting because um, then in a few months he might start throwing tantrums because you don't read him the book in the back. <laughs> no, we're already getting the tantrums. Oh, yeah. So on oh. Monday this week I was like, right, we're going to go to the supermarket get to the supermarket, try to put him in the trolley. Legs are just going like this <laughs> yeah. the whole time. Not so, feeling it. Please, mate, sit down. Please. I've got a big list. I yep. cannot fit this in a basket, nor do I want to yep. chase you around the store yeah, yeah, yeah. with this. 
And he's like, Work nah. With me. No, honestly, every time I picked him up and got him closer, legs like this. Yeah. And, and all the other listening? parents, no, he was like having a whale of a time. <laughs> oh. His legs are going. Every parent walking past, thank goodness I didn't feel judged at all. And solidarity was like, get it? <laughs> you know, like keep trying. Yeah. To the point that I was like, okay, I'm going to go home. We'll do something else, and I'll oh, either really? do oh. the groceries on my own later, which will be lovely. Yes, <laughs> that is quite an outing when you're a mum. Yeah, yeah. Oh I mean, I didn't. I know so it's not a personal leaving? attack on me, but at the time, I was just like, <laughs> mate, it's Christmas traffic. Yes, the closest supermarket through. to our house is at the mall, so then everyone's oh. like freaking out in the car park and. <laughs> The car just like, is insane at the mall at this time of the year. Yeah. I was just like, Ted, you've kind of ruined my life for 30 minutes. <laughs> Not wanna... in a really surface level way. But he wasn't so... screaming. I was just like, everyone can see that you think this is funny. <laughs> and I just. I You're making like, a fool of me. Yeah. I was like, I've no snacks, nothing will work. You know, oh. like my handbag always has stuff You're in prepared. It. Dale is one of the most organized people ever. Mm. Like ever, you're so structured. You're really? so yeah, and I'm like, like a type A, like through, through and, through. and right. through and through. And I think that's why you're like business running. I got yeah, this. So when down I was on pack. maternity leave, yeah. I decided to buy all of these containers online yes. with labels, yes. and I labeled like every single thing in our pantry. Yes. And then I got so carried away, I went to the hallway cupboard and was like, <laughs> "This container has um like." <laughs> fixtures, sellotape, whatever. This container has wrapping it's paper. A slippery bows. slope. Ooh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I just basically did the, the whole house and my midwife came over and Ted might have been maybe two weeks old and she said, What are you doing? <laughs> I was like, I just need I'm some so kind of mental stimulation. Structure? Yeah. yeah. And she was like, People don't normally do stuff like this. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I feel good. <laughs> Feel like things are in order. Choice. So yeah, yeah, my my house looks amazing. So structured, like I've and so disciplined. Like when I say she's the strongest client, it's because to get you to that, it was literally I could just be like, Essie's client has done this number, and then you're like, all right, let's go. And she literally, it's almost like you like she has like this way of pushing herself. It is mind blowing. It's like full-on athlete mode. Well, you know, I think there's a little bit of a theme, though, you know, because talking yeah. about, yeah. like, the circumstances that you took over this business, you know, and then exactly that, that basically the only motivation that you need is just a little bit of competition and, you know, you're kind of, you're incredibly focused. That is yeah. that is a particular type of person. I would say that's kind of, that's kind of like your high-performance kind of personality. Oh, yeah. Like, um, I remember when we I had the competition? I did, like, a Myers-Briggs. Yes, and oh, you did? And my personality type was called the dictator. The dictator. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you it was like, oh, I need, like, 2 or 3% of the population <laughs> are this. Yeah. Well, I... Leadership is probably yeah, quite you're incredibly for you. resilient. Like even in terms of, I remember, didn't you have like a hernia one time, and then you like what happened? And you had it for like two minutes, and just were like, no, nah, I'm not. Having I this. think yeah, it was pushed when it back. I just in. came back to the gym. I was like, something weird's happening. <laughs> I self-diagnosed myself with yeah. a hernia, but I was like, 
it's a little bit <laughs> off. And it was like, okay, we'll go like very light. We'll change yeah, the like weight to be like this. I know what a hernia is. And she was like, is this all right? I was like, yeah, it's fine. Just give me some more. But then mm. I think the next week you're like, what, a hernia? What? Oh, no, yeah, it's gone. Like, it's fine. <laughs> just push it back in. <laughs> Literally. No like, I have time for just this. joking about the fact that he's probably like, yeah, exactly. I don't have time for that. Get back in there. All right, let's get back to it, shall we? <laughs> Do you miss training with Nat? I do. Yeah. I miss training but with in you. fairness, like, I, you're a great trainer. <laughs> okay. But, but oh. I probably went as much for my mental health as I did physical. Yeah. So I feel like Nick would often be at the gym at the same time as me, and he would be like, you're not even working hard. Every time I look at but you, you, do, you are though. laughing. <laughs> yeah. yeah we and I'd be like, time. yeah, my work rate is low. <laughs> You know, like 50% because no, I'm like, don't make me laugh or I will drop this dumbbell on my face. It was so a safety like, issue. I need a longer, yeah, we did have a longer like rest period. 90% of the time laughing probably. Yeah. Yeah. But like you still worked really hard. You did. Like I remember being like, we need to beat this person. As he trains yeah. her and it's his strongest client, a female client, so we need to beat her. And then you like, say less. <laughs> and then beat it like on the soul bike. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. And I remember when you didn't get it one time and you were so pissed off. And I was like, it's yeah. all right. <laughs> we'll get but it. But <laughs> I do feel like having a child has been the greatest thing for me in terms of being grateful for what my body can actually do. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Not that everyone has that experience. But, yeah, mm. I was like, I couldn't care about stretch marks or That's saggy so boobs or anything because, yeah. like, I grew a person and a new organ yeah. and now I can still do all of the things that I could before. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. amazing, eh? Yeah. Um, I got carried away. Sorry, is it? Oh, okay. Because Carlos said before five minutes, and then it felt like it was like 10 minutes ago mm. just then, <laughs> just because we're going on like good chats. Mm. Lots um, of tangents. <laughs> lots of tangents. That's how we roll, eh, on this podcast. I think a lot of people trained with Nat, not necessarily for the training, but just for the banter. What? what? No. Yeah. Okay, I still delivered results. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know what? Yes, because we used to train together. But really, it was just about keeping me focused. Yeah. You know what I mean? What like, do you mean? Well, oh, the training. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, because I was kind of, I was like, I don't want to do tricep push-ups. She's like, get down and do tricep push-ups right now. I, I like, didn't say like that. I remember I used to be like, should we do some tricep push-ups? And then you'd like roll your eyes. Yeah. And be like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, but I feel Why? like that's the great thing about either a trainer or group fitness or whatever. Yeah. Because if. You personally were like, I hate doing yeah. Whatever. You just avoid it. Yeah, but then you don't want to be the only person in a room that's not doing it. So you're like, fine, I'll do some yeah. lunges or whatever. It's the power of the group. Yeah, <laughs> the group mm-hmm. effect. Mm-hmm. I don't want to look like a dick. <laughs> I'll just get get doing it. Yeah. Um, we do need to wrap up, but anything, anything you want to like finish off with this is the hardest bit where people kind of brains Final go words. into like a fart and then they can't think yeah. of anything no I don't have anything <laughs> I know what that's like I know what it's like no you don't need to have words of wisdom at all um do you have anything you thank want to you off? so much yeah. for coming in on um on a very personal note thank you so much for uh uh, providing a safe space for me to go where I always feel like I belong yeah and um the podcast came about when we were sitting in C1 Mm -hmm. a long time ago. We also listened to ourselves on this podcast in C1. 
So it's very, very um, special to what we're doing right now, and it's very close to our heart. Um, so just, you know, th- thanks so much. Um, actually very, really appreciate yeah. having this place in Christchurch uh, for me. I really do. And also, same, same, same Z's, um, but also <laughs> thank you. <laughs> well, we kind of know each other kind of well, but it's true, like, we've been through a lot in there. Oh, like, we, have, we have. Actually, we really have. Yeah. I do also want to say thank you for being vulnerable today. Like, I know mm. that's, no, but it's true, though, because that we were actually saying on the way to the podcast that um, getting guests, we weren't talking about you or anything, just in general, getting guests, sometimes it's hard to know whether they're going to be coming in with their guard up and then it's really hard to have a conversation with them because yeah. a podcast isn't very good when they when they have got Stiff. the guard up and they're like, well, I am perfect. I I have never said that to you. But, you know, like in yeah. person, they, they're a different person. Mm-hmm. So when they're different on the podcast of what they are in person, but you've, you're exactly the same and you've been vulnerable, like you haven't, um, like, th- yeah, thank you for being vulnerable. And I know it's not a nice feeling to cry on on, on a podcast, but thank you so much. We need no, to wrap up. Okay, bye, everybody. <laughs> Sorry, Carlos. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. <laughs> Thank you.